Etruscan addicts, drugs not yet synthesized, black marketeers of World War III, excisers of telepathic sensitivity, osteopaths of the spirit, investigators of infractions denounced by land paranoid chess players. What is going on, my freaks, geeks, and freethinkers? This is Mike Romanelli with episode number 56 of the Freethinker Society. I got my main man, Clint Esposito, sitting across. What's up, Clint? Not much. Staying warm in the attic here. <laughs> nice and warm in the attic. Uh, yeah, this was a fun episode, man. We had um, Todd Armstrong on, and uh, he blew my mind. He blew my mind with some uh, some stuff about Christ and... The Christ consciousness, not like... Yeah, it's well... You know, for when I went to church when I was little, or even my whole life, they've I've always been like, "Is Jesus not God? Like, why?" They're in the Bible. It's very convoluted whether they're talking yeah. about like Jesus is Lord. I don't know. That sounds like God, does it not? <laughs> like, yeah. What's the, so I think maybe he uh, shed some light on some of that. He definitely for for me it was a really. Uh, eye-opening episode in fact um you know I, I, since since we recorded this i've been listening to the bible and listening to some of these stories and it's not all for me but there is some some good stuff in there and uh it's got me uh got me thinking again it was i really appreciated talking to this guy this was this was cool i hope you guys like this episode all right and if you like this episode or not you should buy hero soap either way go to <laughs> heroesoapcompany.com uh it is actually made in the united states Owned by Army or Air Force veteran, um, your first order is matched and sent to, to deployed military members. And you can go there now and use the code FREETHINKERS with an S and get 20% off. Um, and we would appreciate that. So enjoy the show. Thanks. Do you love freedom? Do you love being clean? Then you'll love Hero Soap Company, made in the USA. Chemical and fragrance-free. A portion of each purchase donated to veteran and first responder charities. Initial subscription purchase is matched bar for bar and sent overseas to deploy troops. Let freedom clean. Hero Soap Company. What's up, Clint? Not much, Michael. How are you? Well, I don't want to leave our guests in here too long. Uh, what's going on, man? I got uh, Todd Armstrong with me. What's up, Todd? How are you? Uh, what's going on, gentlemen? I am doing well. How are you doing? We're good. I'm happy to have you on. You um, you became you got referred by Mark, who's a good friend of mine, and uh, he had some interesting, interesting things uh, that he thought that, that you and I would be able to connect on. Uh, well, that, well, well, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. Uh, yeah, Mark is a friend of mine as well. I like to call him a friend anyway. He uh, linked me up with All uh, Media United, mm -hmm. so that was really cool and. Uh, I think that we probably will have a good conversation. I heard you originally. I, I might have heard you somewhere else, but I, I know your episode on uh, Third Eye Awakening with Amy Blair. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. it, was, it was an excellent interview. And actually, I interviewed with her the day I listened to yours. So it was like uh, on top of my memory when I talked to her. That's so awesome, and that's the first time anyone's ever uh, heard me from that. I, normal, I, was, I thought you were going to say like Tommy G or, or Tinfoil Hat. But, um, yeah, I probably heard you on Tinfoil Hat before, too, but that one really stuck out to me because I mentioned you actually a few times in that episode referring back to things you guys had talked about. So, very you cool. know, I've, I found a lot of uh, interesting things in your awakening. 
Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah, that was so much fun. Amy's amazing. Yeah, she's, she's great. Yeah, she's great. Um, I was just on a Union Unwanted with her, but it was a big, it was such a, a large panel that, you know, I didn't really get to, to chat with anyone. But right. yeah, that was so, you just, you just said it, you're awakening. You have a very interesting, I don't have many details on it, but that was the first question I want to ask you. I just want to ask you, like, how did, how did this journey begin? How did this awakening happen? If you don't mind getting into that. Well, it was... So I was in a very low, dark place. I was in prison. I was a drug addict. I uh, I had many different uh, common mental illness that I'll say. Anxiety, depression, OCD, you know, can't sit still, can't get a grasp on your own uh, anger and rage and all those just daily things that just build and build and build. Mm -hmm. And I just rapidly became a, a psychic. And it was... I worked out. I take everything to the extreme. So when I was a drug addict, I was an extreme drug addict. Yes. You know, when when I went to prison, it was for burglarizing, uh, uh, going on a spree of pharmacy burglar uh, burglaries. You know, I wasn't wow. being caught because I was extreme with everything. I'm very. I prepare for something, and I go into it head first. So you used to smash and grab pharmacies. Yeah, yeah, a few of them. Yeah. I'm sorry to glorify that, but that's always when I was out there. I I never had the balls for that, but I was like, damn, that's. The, the first time, well, I, yeah, I don't want to glorify it either, but the first time my heart was beating so fast, I couldn't hear anything but my heart beating in my ears. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was like real crazy. Like I never had that type of feeling uh, oh. other than then. But uh, yeah, so I went from there to working out mm -hmm. to an extreme amount. I uh, then all of a sudden I did psychedelics to an extreme amount. Mm -hmm. I was, but right before the psychedelics, I was researching uh, giants and ancient civilizations again to an extreme you know yeah. I, that's that's what led me into the psychedelics because i was like okay ancient cultures were doing this you know there's something to it and boom it just connected me to god and i've been on this role ever since and actually now i don't recommend psychedelics in the way that i maybe once would have not that i recommend against them they People can get benefits from them but you know, i've cool. learned so many ways to do it without that i I'm still I still dive into the journey every once in a while. I'll do it more um, in a ceremonial fashion. I won't uh, just take them on a Friday night anymore or something like that. But I I like that message, Todd, because I think um, I, although psychedelics are super important, at least to myself, I do think we have to be careful um, how how at least for myself how I got it. The message I give, I don't want the way I did it. I feel like for myself, I I did it. Um, not knowing, like you said, extreme is a great way to say it. And I got some great downloads doing it that way. I don't recommend it. And I think you're right. I would love to hear what you, how you're going to say you can get to these, uh, these states naturally. Um, but one question while you're saying this, did you, was it like one big flash, this awakening or was it a slow process? I mean, it was, it's been two years now and I've, uh, just been, you know, it's a just a huge, just complete 360. I mean, I haven't, it wasn't even seven years ago that I got arrested. Uh, and there's not one thing about me today that you'd recognize from that person that got arrested. Not, I mean, not one thing. The way that I handle myself as a father, as a person in general, the types of music I listen to, the yeah. just like literally every detail about my life. Because I'm extreme, I, when I started being the observer to myself, mm -hmm. I took it to the extreme and I started fixing everything about me. And 
I am also a, an energy reflector on the human design uh, type. So I'm, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that, but there's only 1% of people are reflectors and we're basically mirrors to everybody else. Whenever anyone looks at me, they're going to, I can say a blanket statement, you know, a very bland statement and a million different people will take it a million different ways, depending on their perception of how they would be saying the words that I'm saying. And so the vice versa, I see everyone else as a mirror to me. So when I see, uh, and also I, I have figured out that the way that we live our lives, it's just God telling us what we're doing in our mind. You know, the, the physical things that occur in our lives are just patterned behaviors that are within our own minds. So once I started seeing that, then I was able to fix what was wrong with me because I had things happening to me that I didn't want. So you're saying that you, um, you see a reflection of yourself in every person? Yeah, I see. Yeah, I see. I can. So the psychic abilities have just really taken over me. Uh, so it happens that when I talk to somebody, hmm. our consciousness just starts mixing. And it's like I kind of put somebody inside my body and then I can just feel all around them. So I do energy work yes. uh, with people. I do spiritual baptisms. I I cut the head off of snakes uh, of their kundalini. Uh, I cut the head off of the serpent that we know as a kundalini. And I allow people to use their own energy. So I'm very accustomed to the astral world, which came extremely quickly. So hold on one second. I'm so sorry to do this. Yeah, oh, gotta, no worries. I got to edit one second. Hold on. What's up, Kara? someone peeked their head in and okay that was very interesting um i don't know if you can be able to edit that clint i'm sorry um when you said the the cut the head off the kundalini isn't the kundalini uh energy something that we are should be all working on rising in our own self no we shouldn't okay. we so okay again the way that i learned things isn't the way that i'd recommend now so what happened was uh, I'll say it very quickly, is that I basically tried debunking Jesus as God and then learned Jesus was God through uh, having demon attachments to me. By doing all the things that I wow. did, psychedelics, kundalini, I've ra raised my own kundalini, didn't know anything about it. All I knew wow. was the Egyptians taught that if you uh, withhold from uh, ejaculation for 100 days that you will raise your kundalini. And I didn't they didn't use those words in what I was learning. You know, this was completely foreign to me. So I just, I did it. And what happened is COVID happened. Uh, you know, it was from um, December 31st, 2019 until Easter of 2020 was my 100th day. So uh, it was, you know, it was this rapid thing that happened for me. And so then I wasn't working and I really got into researching everything esoteric occult magic i mean i got into it all very quickly and then i had demons knocked out of me in january by jesus christ and then i've learned ever since that jesus christ is god that you know i'm not a christian i would never identify as christian and there's a lot of practices christians do that are not something that i uh like but i work alongside jesus christ like I, I say that I'm a psychic soldier for him because and with him because the like 
I talk to other people when he tells me, you know, have this person uh, give me their burdens and I'll text them and say it like out of the blue. And they'll say, I was just praying. I was just talking to Jesus. Mm. And, and like Jesus is telling me things to, to, pe- to tell people at different times. So it's very strange. So, and this anyway, is something that just happened within the last year. Yeah. That these yeah, abilities so, that you've been, re- you received. Yeah. So the ability started two years ago. It was okay. actually on December 22nd, which is odd because that's when, uh, you know, the sun dies in the sky for three days and then rises on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a really wacky time for me because my crown chakra had popped open. I took too big of a bong hit back in like, I don't know, June or May or April of that year, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. And my crown chakra just opened up and all of a sudden I felt like I was going crazy. I was feeling my synapses on my brain firing like I've never felt before. Just I could feel connected to something that I've never been connected to before. And I was having these thoughts and visions and just all of a sudden I was like in the throes of being psychic out of nowhere. So Christmas was like really ramped up for me and I was told repeatedly you just have to deal with this. It's never going to close again. This is what you're here for. Okay. So, all right. So, so you had an experience with cannabis and you actually felt something boom, open up. And from that point on, you've, you've felt, uh, this, you get these downloads, the psychic, uh, information. Um, I do need to go back to ask you about the Kundalini. Right. Because, right. Yes. Because I have to, we're just gonna have an awesome conversation. Go back and forth. I, my, I right. too, I okay. too feel like I have. I always feel like this, uh, like a, like a, me and Sam and I, Sam Triple and I said we're like knuckle draggers. I would feel like I've been this like knuckle dragger flips over stones, and you see these little ecosystems going on. I've done that with the occult. I've done that with psychedelics, I, a lot without purpose, right? And it's interesting we're having this conversation because I'm at a, a fork in my life where I'm trying to figure out where I'm supposed to go, and I think I messed with things I shouldn't have messed with. Um, I don't have regret. But so for me, I always thought the Kundalini energy rising was a good thing. But then again, what the hell do I know? Um, You said you want to cut the head off of that. Um, Were you also trying to achieve to raise your own Kundalini and you realized that you weren't supposed to do this? Okay, yeah. So so what I got to with Jesus was uh, that Jesus taught me to that we don't need that. So what it is, is a lot of us here. And this will get to a conspiracy a bit, but there is two different seeds. There's two different lines. There's the line of Adam, and then there's the serpent seed. There are two different competing things on this earth. And we're at a point in time where now every human has both to some degree. Okay. This is the, the Nephilim. This is why they couldn't uh, reproduce. They had to uh, instead have the DNA mixed with that race with our race because we can reproduce so this is why like the royals will have uh the goldsmiths are a a family that they will reproduce with because they they couldn't mix with each other they needed to mix more with humans so so some of us have kundalinis and it's extremely strong and some of us don't have kundalinis at all uh well i'd say that not kundalinis at all but they'd be like gardener snakes compared to like boa constrictors Maybe for uh, the listeners, we should explain what is Kundalini. Okay, yes. Real quick? So the Kundalini, it's uh, it is in within, as I'm saying, it's in within most of us. It is a staff and a serpent that wraps around the staff. So 
Uh, it is you raise when Medicine you don't. Sign? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So when you don't uh, ejaculate externally for that hundred days, it's not just withholding from that, but you actually get to get yourself to a point where you internally release it. Uh, it's, okay. It feels exactly the same. Like tantric, right? Uh, I, I'm not sure okay. what that is. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a practice, but okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So this was all things that just happened to me. You know, this wasn't, I wasn't learning from anyone. So it just, you do it within you and it raises up and it, eventually it gets to the 33rd vertebrae, which then hits to the pineal gland. And this is what is the quote unquote enlightening process and raising the Kundalini. Yes. So some of us have like boa constrictors uh, wrapped around the staff. Some of us have like little tiny gardener snakes and they, you know, there's like nothing there, no energy to it. So the, I cut the head off because it has its own thoughts. It, it, people confuse it with the ego, but it's actually not the ego. It's something different. It's something within you that is not within everybody else. It's the darkness, literally. It's the darkness that is within us. So some of us need to have the, well, I'd say all of us need to have the head cut off so that we can use the energy because we are obviously born with the energy in us. There's nothing we can do about that. So we can use the energy, but the thoughts aren't controlled by the serpent. So what I do is I pull so sometimes people have mirrors within them. So this is a practice that I do. I pull mirrors out of people and then I merge. Uh, it's like a doppelganger and the original. I kind of merge them and then I will pull the snake through the crown. I will cut the head off and then I will plug it back in through the mouth of God chakra. So that way you can use the energy, but it's filtered through heavenly realms and comes back into you in a good way and you're blocked from receiving negative energies uh, that way wow okay that's that's uh very interesting i uh, <laughs> never heard that um I, I yeah it's rare yeah but it's uh maybe you just uh figured out something that a lot of us need to hear this is cool um so you're saying use the energy but you don't want the the head of the snake which is shadow side dark side is that what you'd say is actually an actual dark force yes it is the uh the nothingness the abyss that has gotten into us uh, as the nephilim are uh, essentially the dead you know that they are uh, demons mm -hmm. what we know as demons that they come from a realm where i would call it the abyss Okay. And it's they come into here. It's space. It's outer space, hyperspace, if you want to call it the the dimension that our screens are connected to the dimension that the psychedelics connect us to. That is the nothing. And the nothing comes in to us through the Kundalini. So the nothing isn't just um, isn't just something that is there, you know, like the ego is something that is there that you have to deal with because we all build up traumas and everything, but the nothing is its own entity within itself. And you really have to uh, get rid of the the thought process that it has in you in order to defeat it. Now, you said it was a, a, a psychedelics or a bridge to this void, to this nothing. Yes, it's the same place where you dream, where you sleep, uh, astral world, the 4D, some people call it. It's all the same place. It's... Uh, 
it's the the place in between us and heaven it is the abyss as the bible would say so you say so you you're saying that's with this because whenever i drink ayahuasca especially in ceremony the second it hits me i, I get a like an ohm ohm and this sound and it's like this familiar home spot that does sound very similar to it feels comfortable but it does also feel cold and almost like it's a uh like you, like you're saying an abyss um is this the information superhighway that i'm always taught referencing that once you do psychedelics you can kind of tap into he's talking about like uh accessing like the ether of information through psychedelics right it is like ether uh essentially um yeah, I don't. I wouldn't call it the information highway. That's not a way I would describe it. Well, but that yes, was it, just I couldn't think of anything better <laughs> at the time. But I mean, we've talked about, you know, like a bigger consciousness where basically, you know, uh, what they say that um, fire was found all over the earth, like within two hundred years of each other, or something like that. Which, at that point, something's going on, right? Like they can't call each other. Has to be just. That was the fallen angels that told them. Yeah. Yeah. So the craziest thing about my awakening is that uh, I was someone who wasn't Christian. You know, I didn't grow up knowing Jesus or the church or the Bible at all. And it turns out angels, demons, and uh, Jesus are like the real deal and Jesus and Satan. And the psychic world has just really opened me up and when i got hooked up with jesus a lot of psychics they'll lose their abilities mine only strengthened and it was like it took on a life of its own like no this is what you are meant to do and you are going to do it so it was it was crazy but uh the demons as i said are the spirits uh you've heard movies probably before where they call it the nothing is coming in mm-hmm. Uh, so I've just recently heard of the box saga and I had uh, my good friend Andy Rouse. We do a show called Worship in the Storm together every uh, few Fridays on YouTube. He is really studying this stuff and it's really it's Finland and Sweden and the Netherlands, their language. And there's root language where when we st- start looking at ancient languages, we have to take the veils out of words because the veils weren't used then. So uh he would find things that were very similar to other english words and they're connecting the dots in a very easy way so there's a thing called the nephilim in the netherlands right mm-hmm. and it sounds exactly like nephilim uh but it's it's very it's a little different but what it is the nephilim is the place of the dead so the nephilim come from the place of the dead they are the demons that come from the place of the dead which is the abyss and they are the nothing the netherlands the nothingness that is where the nothing lives the netherlands it's all it's all interdimensional travel which is the same as our computers our psychedelics meditation all those things it's all interdimensional it takes you to the same place where astral travel astral project all that is, lucid dreams is this a pot is this is it positive or negative or neither so the nothing is trying to stay uh trying to stay alive by coming here it needs hosts okay. 
right? It needs to trick us into letting it in uh, like a parasite almost. Uh, you hear this with vampires or black eyed children or, you know, just with any kind of attachment, you have to let in the attachment. You have to willingly agree to it. So it tries tricking us. And now it has control of our government and financial leaders, and it has for a long time. And it is trying, it is being taken out of all of existence. And this is like the, its final frontier, essentially, that it's God versus this nothing. And the nothing uh, is is running out of room essentially that God is probably closing this place off to the abyss and that the nothing is trying to get as many of us right now as it can and it may look like black goo uh, as we would see it physically so a question I want to ask you if you're saying it's the it's a place that you get to through psychedelics is it almost a trickster type thing Do the psychedelics show you this beautiful land or this eye can brain candy and it's actually false uh I wouldn't say it's false but I see it's very confusing when we get into the astral realms because it's so far different than our physical world and we feel like oh this feels like i've been here before mm -hmm. it feels like home in a sense yes uh it's because we have been there before but i don't think that it's somewhere where we want to be you know uh, i don't think that it's a very positive place okay okay so so we don't get too far out there with the uh and keep it a little more because i'm enjoying this but i don't also don't want people to get too lost right let's get back to your awakening um, so once you started getting these psychic abilities, once you started getting this relationship with Christ, um, how did it start happening? So, okay. I'll tell the story. And it's so funny. Every time I tell it, the people always get a, a good laugh out of it. So I, I'm a truck driver and I'm, I deliver uh, Hispanic food to Hispanic restaurants and I had a, a hand truck full of chicken and cheese. And I went to pull up a, a little lip, you know, a little sidewalk mm -hmm. But instead, my boots slipped out from under me. I was on a wet floor, and the 400 pounds just fell on me, and I was pinned to this, so I couldn't brace myself. So I landed right on my root chakra, which is just a little bit below my tailbone. I think, like, uh, I've hit my tailbone before, but this was, like, two bones under or something, you know, not very far under, but just under it. And what happened was, and I'm, I've been psychic for, like, a year at this time already, uh, so I, my third eyes open, I, I hear things, you know, I have all sorts of abilities and because I'm a reflector, I can just pick up abilities when I talk to somebody that's psychic, I'll just pick up their ability. So w what happened was, uh, my root chakra just boom, cracked open and sludge. This is the first time I ever saw it. Sludge slipped out of it and it looked like big turds were just like slipping out. Yeah. And that, and I couldn't walk. Like I literally, I, I felt like, um, I was paralyzed. It was when it happened, I couldn't feel my legs before. I never had that, uh, feeling before that I could not feel my legs. So I had to uh, get myself out from under it by putting my hands on the ground and, uh, you know, like using my hands only to get myself out. Mm -hmm. So this was actually the Wednesday or th this was the Friday after the inauguration when Biden uh, got inaugurated, right, yeah. on Wednesday. So the day before, I canceled my Twitter, 
because I was so upset. You know, I was I was not really in the queue thing at that point, but I was like, something has to happen. You know, mm -hmm. they can't just allow this craziness to go on. Yeah. And it didn't. And I was like, F Twitter, I'm being, you know, I'm letting people influence me and I want to get away from all social media. So I got off of it. Mm -hmm. So then this happens Friday. Uh, and then I work the rest of that day. I work Saturday and I I'm off Sunday, but I could, I mean, I could barely walk this entire time. So Saturday for no reason at all. I just start burning tobacco uh, when I'm having a fire out back, which I learned later is a native American practice to ward off evil spirits. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so then Sunday I, uh, I was drinking some tea and I had a pretty good day. And then I was a little, you know, loopy at the time. Uh, because I was just in a good mood. And so me and my daughter are joking around and I start laughing a lot. And then my girlfriend and I start joking around and I start laughing a lot again. And then all of a sudden I have to run into the bathroom and I can barely walk at this time. So I, you know, I get to the bathroom as fast as I can and I go hurl and I have this huge vision of a snake was spitting me out. Uh, it was trying to swallow my third eye, but it, my third eye became too bright with Christ in it uh, from the laughter and joy that I was, you know, it was like a whole ritual I was doing that mm -hmm. I wasn't actively participating yeah. in. You know, I didn't know this was going on. Mm -hmm. And I I just expelled, you know, I, uh, I had two big hurls. Nothing uh, physically came out, but I felt such relief that the words, uh, I've been saved by Christ, came to me. And I was in the state of bliss that you feel on mushrooms, that 10 minute bliss feeling that you get. Uh, I was, I had that for 36 straight hours. And then uh, for the next eight and a half days, I had it, but to a, a lesser degree, but I still, I was in bliss for 10 straight days. And as soon as it happened to me, I threw open my door, my bedroom door. And my girlfriend looked at me and I said, I've been saved by Christ. And she is somewhat psychic as well. And she was like, I knew that's what you were going to say. Like she heard me, you know, hurl, but uh, then I just throw open the door and I'm like, I've been saved by Christ. It was the most uh, relieving feeling. And that's the only word to describe it was uh, bliss. It was the nirvana that the Buddhists talk about. I was in that for 10 days. It was quite wow. amazing. Wow. Did you actually feel like the entity come out of you when you were? Um, oh, yeah. When you were vomiting? Yeah. Yeah, it was big time. I felt it was the second hurl that got it out of me. And it, at first I thought like it was inside of it, like I had swallowed it. But then when I had the vision at the same time, it was like, no, it was trying to swallow me and it spit me out. I didn't throw him up. He threw me up and I was hurling as the physical representation of how my brain could process what was going on. I've experienced the um the expelling through uh, in ayahuasca many times i've seen people expel and seen like demons or dark stuff come out um most and, and most of the time that i've had the, the the best purge where i feel an entity come out is not when like you said not when actual vomit comes out but it's just the loudest and like poof, it comes out and it's such a great feeling it also happened to me recently um I, I do combo. I don't know if you're familiar with combo. Uh, it's no. a, it's a, a frog venom, uh, that you get burned into you and it's, um, Oh, I've heard of that. Okay. Yeah. So I do that a couple of times a year. And this last time, um, it was my last session to complete the, like what we call it, the vaccination of it. And, um, 
normally it's like you know well it does not it's not normal but for the most part you will vomit um like a yellow a yellowish uh but this last time it was a black goo that came out wow and and it felt like you know she said uh she said it was a curse some kind of uh curse that was on me that was the last thing but it was uh, it was like the last thing to come out boom just this black sludge and it felt so good now when you said about the christ part i wish i had that um i wish i had that uh uh message but i did want the first time i ever did ayahuasca um i had a feeling of christ consciousness now i don't know if it's a trickster thing because uh the vision of what i what i saw was what people would almost um call a quetzalcoatl it was a giant serpent with with wings um but it had a feeling of unconditional love i was not scared at all by it it was a great and it was the message it was telling me was i was receiving christ consciousness and feeling what that was um, what do you think that was that I was seeing? So Quetzalcoatl, I believe, is the biblical antichrist. If there was going to be one, that he would be, he would fulfill everything. He has all the same attributes as Jesus, uh, except that he is half serpent. That mm-hmm. he is a dragon, and um, so he can shape shift into human form and into dragon form. So it was, uh, you know, what they tell us is that the angels of the dark wouldn't be any good if they just came out and and mess with you right away you know they have to get you to believe them so they do have abilities they are angels they do have secret knowledge they do have different abilities that god has granted them they are the children of god after all mm-hmm. so they can do different things that that will trick you into giving yourself over to them uh are you familiar with all of the sacrifice that was happening in mesoamerica and south america to quetzalcoatl yeah yeah so quetzalcoatl uh, consumes humans uh their blood uh actually vlad the impaler uh, was another incarnation of quetzalcoatl after he moved on from the americas he went to become vlad the impaler uh, which vlad the impaler's nickname is the son of dracul dracula mm-hmm. and uh, then you have Elizabeth Battery was over there. They were all consuming massive amounts of blood. The and royals they were, all were related to this to this being. That was yeah, their, that was that was their god. Let's say yeah, the, yeah. So that's why they were sacrificing themselves. They were willingly giving themselves over because of this. You know, they uh, unlike Jesus is saying willingly give yourself over to me to let me live life through you. This is a perverted version of that and it's like give yourself over to me and you can live on through me rather than i will live on through you the way jesus does it but it's the same oh give yourself over to me you know they walk you up to the aisle and and then they trick you or then you know that's when the mask is uh, really shown that's when the veil comes off they're they're only allowed in you and long enough for you to allow them to be there freaking me out a little bit man mm. <laughs> because uh, i think i was tricked a few times um my I'm last sure couple my last couple uh experiences were not anything like that it was straight demon stuff um i did great great some some great messages uh afterwards and some great things happened and changes in my life from these ceremonies but it's been real dark since like it was it was uh these beautiful beings that i thought it's interesting to get your take on it because I, I thought maybe you know how uh, so much of our history everything's upside down 
So my the the message I got at the time was, well, maybe maybe we're just taught wrong. Maybe that was maybe that is what you know it was a a, a loving God. What I saw, but uh, it's interesting, and I you are right. I mean that they would sacrifice, have blood sacrifices for these things. So how could that be a a, a a God of love or how could that be, you know, I don't say right or wrong, but the, the, the false, the false light, let's say, um, you yeah. said you weren't, you said you did it. You didn't grow up Christian. Is that what you said? Yeah. So this is your path of, or would you call yourself a Christian now? No, no, I don't identify with Christianity. Jesus doesn't, uh, He's not happy with the church, how they have uh, held people down and perverted people and turned people away from Christ. They've been perverting the message of Christ. So it's not that Jesus doesn't love Christians, you know, but not every Christian is saved also. We know this. So it's a fine line in between the truth and the lie. And if people are going to react in a, an emotional stance, then anyone can perceive, they'll call me the Antichrist, they'll call me Lucifer because they don't want to face reality. Uh, so, no, I wouldn't classify myself as a Christian. Okay. So you're a Jesus follower, not a Christian. Yeah, yeah I, would, I don't, wouldn't say disciple because I'm not the physical disciple of his, but that's something uh, along the lines of what I class. I'd say I'm just a super psychic soldier for Jesus. Man, I know quite a few people that would identify the same as you, and I, I, yeah. I and I find them very interesting. And um, um, that's the first time I've heard somebody say that the, you know, obviously because I would say most people that are followers of Jesus would consider themselves Christian. So that's the first time I've heard somebody say that the whole scenario got, you know perverted and screwed up which i would agree with which is why i'm like no with oh, you know it's a big reason for religions me too, man. and stuff because B big reason for so me. many of us yeah and i like what you're saying i really like what you're saying todd because i think a lot of people can identify with christ and want to identify with christ but it's very hard for them to get around their minds around especially the catholic church i mean that's just oh, yeah. crazy right i mean to me that's upside down world to me that's very satanic and I'm, I'm i'm an italian catholic went to catholic school my whole life but so i'm not mocking but it's the more the more the more i learn that looks like a black mask that looks like demonic behavior even the the mass and everything now when you go to the christians not to pick apart everything but with the christians you have these super churches right and there's just so many things that are wrong um i i and it's it's sad because i think the world needs needs christ i guess you could say right now or i'm not 100 percent. i'm moving towards that direction um because of all of the the journey the, the the journeys I've had, right? I started this spiritual, you know. You said higher self, so you did meditating. You, it seems like we've been on similar journeys, and I think you're just a little bit more ahead of me personally because it feels like I'm going to that direction. It's just taking me, like I said, I'm a knuckle dragger. It's taking me a little bit longer to get there. Um, and the way you describe it, I really I I enjoy that. I like that. I think that's great because that turns people off. You know, right. Like what Clint said, like, I know you're so standoffish of like the church or organized yeah, religion for sure. Right. So, so when I was a kid, I was baptized Methodist, I'll say. And when I was like 
up until like the age of nine or 10, maybe I went to Sunday school, you know, not every single week, but half the year, you know, something roughly like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I was aware of it, uh, but I didn't know, I wasn't taught anything about Jesus. I was given the, like the dullest version of what can possibly be anything. I was so bored there. I didn't pay attention. So I didn't know any of this stuff. So what started happening with my psychedelic trips and meditations is I started encountering beings that I've heard described in the Bible. The seven-headed, ten-horned beast mm -hmm. of Revelation, I encountered that beast in a uh, psychedelic trip. The cherubim that has a one-lion face in the front, you know, on the sides an eagle, the other side's a man, the other side is an ox or a bull. I encountered one of those beings in a meditation. Wow. The uh, the eyes within eyes on the wheels within wheels, the Ezekiel's wheel, the angel in the clouds. I have seen that in my actual clouds. So I have encountered all this different stuff, biblical stuff, the stuff that Paul was teaching about that he was seeing. I just started seeing all these things, and I didn't have a Bible background at this time. I'm, I'm more new age. I wasn't be literally new age. I wasn't learning from anyone new age, but I was learning those types of Eastern mysticism. That's what I was really studying. And then all of a sudden, I start having these experiences. Then I have that experience where I'm saved by Christ. And what happens from there is uh, I went on a few different podcasts to share my awakening story in march uh yeah like late february maybe but into early march and then in april and i had planned on making a podcast way back in like november of last year or something i started playing with the idea i had a lot to say mm -hmm. i was doing save the children rallies i uh was psychic you know i was doing all these things but it would have been more towards promoting myself yeah and then in april it was like this calling of, okay, just start the podcast. You know, I was, I was a knuckle dragger. I was someone who I could barely turn on a computer uh, nine months ago or, you know, right before I started this podcast. Mm -hmm. And, and now I'm doing audio editing, video editing, doing all these different things. And it's like, all I really have to do is spend a, a little bit of time doing it and not get frustrated with it, but I, and I can do it, but I was, so far removed from doing these things that I just grew into it. And what really happened was the first 13 episodes, I told my story, all my traumas. I have many traumas that I talk about sexual trauma. My daughter's mother was, had done a lot of things to me in that department, uh, not sexual trauma, but, uh, I don't want to get into yeah. all the things, but she traumatized me as well. My mother traumatized me. Uh, not that my mother didn't love me, of course, but you know, there's just things that happen in life. And I had so much trauma. And because I was so extreme with my observation of myself and my behaviors, uh, and I also started unlocking these repressed memories. Mm. I, I've been, okay, I didn't say this in the beginning, but I've been abducted my entire life up until I was saved by Christ as well. I was abducted by what greys, mantids, Nordics, uh, as some people call them, the, the three of them working in unison. Wow. So as a child or? Yeah, my entire life. Your whole life. Yeah, up until I was saved in January. Because they, uh, when you use the name of Jesus Christ, you invoke the name of Jesus Christ, they leave. I heard that. So if, and is that um, with any any being? Yes. If it's not uh, a being of Christ, it will, you know, it can hold on for so long, but then eventually 
it goes away. Uh, you know, if you keep doing it, how much belief and uh, understanding you have in your heart when you say these words that give it, you know, they can't be hollow words. They have to actually mean something to you. And I stop being abducted. This works for sleep paralysis as well. If uh, anybody's out there, you just have to have the belief and understanding. So in my psychic world, what I do is I, I send souls up to heaven and they're all bound to the earth plane because they have, they think that they have sold their souls to the devil, so to speak. And they're bound to the earth because they haven't accepted Christ in their heart. So the way, the only way that I can get them there, the salvation is through them doing this exact thing, saying, I, I believe Jesus Christ as my Lord and savior, like just repeating it until they have firm belief in it. And then all of a sudden they just start ascending. I have notes in my, uh, uh, about the, the rapture timeline. Is this kind of what you're talking about? No. So the rapture is something that goes with Tartaria and uh, mud floods. And okay. That's... Okay. 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 Cause you're saying, about, uh, okay. I don't want I want to keep in this direction. I just well, wasn't sure if you're talking about, um, you know, untethering the souls. And I was wondering if it was something that was happening on this timeline. I'm sorry, Clint, what were you saying? Well, I have a question about how you feel about, there's a lot of, um, studies that show and uh, archaeological finds that show that they used to use psychedelics in ritual prior to it being basically kind of Christian uh, when it was still pagan. Do you know anything about that? Or obviously having seen this stuff that's in the Bible, I would imagine that you probably at least there's some believe there's some truth to it. So what do you mean the psychedelics? Yeah, like the wine. Originally, the sacrament used to be a psychedelic mix, and then uh, through history, they kind of made it less and less, and then it became just wine itself. Okay, yeah, I wasn't familiar with that. But the psychedelics, the the whole way that it got started, are you guys familiar with ayahuasca, how it got started? Uh, well, let me hear what, how... Let me hear your take on it. So the, the ancients, I'll say the what the ancients say is that the plants told them how to yes. mix them together. Yes. Yes. So it was actually just the fallen angels are in a dimension that we can't perceive with our physical eyes, but they could hear. So they just talked to the humans, and the humans thought it was the plants. And they said, put this plant with this plant, and then they mixed them together, drank it, and boom, you got a fallen angel in front of your face. You can interact with them because you're in a dimension where you can now see them. And that's where the trickery begins. So, so do you think you can, uh, can you, can you, uh, reach Christ through psychedelics? Oh yeah. That's how I, so the first trip I really did. So when I say I, I tripped, I did literally everything. I built my way up from coughing syrup to, I mean, every, I mean to laugh. it sounds exactly like myself. Yeah, no, no, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I did everything except for iboga is the only thing I and never I, did. I, I have done that. Yeah. So um, I encountered Jesus that way. He was, it was just a huge head and he was green. So in the astral world, everything is a, a certain color, but it's not filled in. It's a uh, just a, like a blueprint world, really. Uh, and like I said, when I saw that seven headed, 10 horned beast, it was red. And when I saw Jesus, he was green. It was this huge head, like Wizard of Oz style almost. Mm. How I saw him, and then I was told Jesus Christ isn't for you, but if you call on him, he'll help you whenever you need. And he he nodded, and he 
like turned his head and he winked and smiled. And I've since learned that, yeah, that, that was a trick that, oh yeah, he's just uh, some guy that, that could help you, but it was actually, and I knew it was Jesus because it was the face of God. So, uh, and I've seen him in my clouds since of which I have photos on my website about, which is amazing in itself. Wow. When you said you were psychic, do you do you have psychic abilities for each person you encounter, or do you also have psychic abilities? Do you get like uh, predictions on what what we're headed? Or is it not? No, that I don't get predictions. That's uh, yeah. That maybe if I talk to somebody that did that, maybe I could uh, pick up on it a little bit. But no, I don't typically do any That's kind not of. Got you. Yeah, th- but I mean, so the way I predict something is as above, so below. When something happens in my life. I'm like, oh, yeah, that this is going to happen. Something to this effect will happen in the world. Like uh, when China uh, and Germany were flooding a few months back, like I think two days prior, I was on a podcast and I was like, yeah, my uh, my kitchen was flooding because my uh, fridge, something was leaking in there. So my kitchen was flooding. I was like, there's probably going to be some kind of flooding in the world. And then it happened. Uh, but so that's the only yeah. way I predict something is just like as above, so below. Uh, other than that, no. So your psychic abilities are more with uh, whoever you're working with or yourself. Uh, I, I got you. I got you. So it's just this is so interesting to me, man. Um, very interesting. I've and, never seen any like being or anything all the times. I've I've only eaten mushrooms, really. and I did acid once, but I've never seen anything like that. Well, consider yourself lucky, my friend. You, you may be protected by Jesus Christ already and don't even know it. Because I so, have, so my mom went to a psychic long ass time ago and said that I have people watching over me. And the amount of shit that I've done that I've gotten away with, I would say probably I believe that. <laughs> yeah, so it's funny how we think that when psychics all right and i i'm not putting down any psychics but they see beings around us all the time some people see and they just think that it's normal that oh they're good that they're around us they're helping us but actually they're just here because they're not up there because they have to quote unquote gain their wings but a lot of them just hang out around here and just mess with us they're tricksters they really that's why they're bound to the earth plane because they don't want to stop sinning so they keep sinning but they don't under really understand why that they're still stuck on the earth plane so we'll we'll be told that there's different spirits around us all the time you have a a spirit guide and teams and so on which is true to a degree because there are beings that are assigned to you they're supposed to help you reach your ascension and that's how they ascend essentially but the beings that are around us you don't want to interact with them because the good ones, they don't interact with you. That's not how they ascend. They ascend by helping you, by them being selfless and not taking credit for it, by them just doing things that will help you. That's how they ascend. So they're not going to contact you. They're not going to come into your uh, life for really any reason other than unless it is very needed. Sometimes it is uh, very needed. You'll have angels who come in and like swoop someone that's about to get hit by a car and they just all of a sudden they're thrown to the side of the road or something to this effect you know miracles happen all the time so those things do occur and there are beings here that maybe they're not 
evil or anything, but they're just, they don't really know why they're in purgatory because the spirit realm on the earth plane they're is They're just purgatory. bad people and that's why they're stuck here. So they don't, you don't want to hang out with them anyway? Well, yeah, somewhat. Yeah. I think Biggie had a song about this. <laughs> oh yeah? Yeah, I'll yeah, send so, it to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, they, that's, but some of them are on their way up and they'll, they, they'll stop down and they do have the ability, like there's different levels to heaven and whatever level key card you have access to, you can get to that one and below. So there are spirits that can come down in rare occasions, but very rare occasions, people who think that they're in touch with Archangel Michael and Gabriel and, and all this, like all over the place. That's probably not happening. Uh, it's probably tricks mostly. Uh, the only reason that I can me. you're crushing me, man. So much of uh, my, so much of the stuff I thought I was. Hey, I've never interacted with anybody, but I've gotten out of a lot of bad situations. So it's not, yeah. this is not bad. This is not bad though, because it's it's stuff that I call it new age, call it whatever that I once again probably was messing with because I you know you're saying yeah, things that are resonating with me that's like in maybe and I, I've been getting the feeling lately maybe I'm not doing shit that I'm supposed to be doing and maybe well that's how they different. get you yeah. They, they give you these half-truths. They give you some information that you can never possibly know. That They can make things appear for you. You can have, you can quote-unquote manifest things. But it turns out like none of that is actually how we're supposed to be living. So you're trading off something when you do those types of things. And we just don't know that we're being messed with. We think we're doing it because they make us think that we're God, which is the ultimate rebellion that oh, we're God. Because when we take psychedelics, we go to this consciousness wave and we're like, Oh yeah, we, this is all love and all that. But that's when we take psychedelics, we go to a place that puts us as one with God. But when we're here in our physical bodies, we are just, we are human. We are part God. There's a big, peace of god in all of us and we all share that but we are all individual unique and we are all equal here so one person claiming that they are god and that they're the only ones who are doing things in their life and manifesting everything well it's just it's not really true because you interact with other people on a regular basis and we can't control everything that happens to us if i were god i i wouldn't be doing a good job of living my life you know i have I have a quite uh, quite a hard time at, at times with life. So obviously, I was in prison. So yeah, you know, <laughs> it happens that way. Well, well, it seems like you're doing good for yourself now. That's awesome that you, that you changed your life, man. That's oh, well, thank you. That's unbelievable. And anybody, you know, if you got yourself off of drugs and you got yourself out of prison and and you're living a good life or a decent life, man, that's you. You deserve uh, some credit for that. I'll tell you that. Um, well, thank you, my friend. You got it, man. Do we get reincarnated? Uh, so, okay. Mine, is, it's a little long-winded, the explanation. But so take a car. You have a brand new car, right? And then you have a windshield break. So then you have to switch out the windshield. So is that still the same car or is that a new car? Uh, say, okay, you got a new windshield. Then you get have to get all four new tires. Is it still the same car? You know, at what point? of switching out things is it still the same car so when we die parts of us die off that get burned into the abyss and parts of us are so good that they go up to heaven but the majorities of us we reconnect with other um 
energies that are still here. So say I lose my left arm because it goes to hell and my right arm goes to heaven. So now I'm armless. So I'm like this, I'm swimming around in the, the sea of afterlife and I'm trying to reincarnate again, but I got to find arms that'll work for me. Why so what I do go to hell. Uh, it's just a, a metaphorical oh, okay. thing. Yeah. So, but there's piece. It's just it's pieces of us. You're saying uh, pieces. So, yeah, I see what you're saying. You're saying like different. That's, go ahead. Yeah, like different personalities, different emotions. So, like if your anger, maybe that's a better explanation. Is the emotions? Like if your anger is anchoring you down, but there is a piece of you that is, you know, helpful to all old ladies across the street every time you say them. You know, that piece is going to leave you, while the majority of you is anchored by the anger so you're not going to ascend so now you need to fulfill that other role that has left you so then you collect something else and you take on the karmic debt of that thing so then you have more karmic debt so you do get to have another chance uh discernment becoming one with uh what is it as the Bible says something of ruling in the clouds alongside God because you have God's discernment that you can, quote unquote, become God. That's what the reincarnation process would be. You know, you you would want to keep doing it until you finally get it right. So, yes and no, that it's not exact. It's not a one for one reincarnation, but it does exist. Mm-hmm. So do you um, do you study the Bible? Uh, not particularly. I don't, uh, I talk to many people. Uh, there's been just the synchronicities of life. I've had like 20 straight guests that are heavy into the Bible mm-hmm. and we've been covering those topics on my podcast. I often look to get information, not directly from the book itself, because the book itself has words in it that it's, for me, I'm not a book reader. I can read, but it's when I became psychic, my brain removed moves too quickly. I need to do multiple things at once. I can't really keep all of my attention right on a book in order to to comprehend it. So I'll learn from different people uh, about the Bible and the stories, and also the prophecy is what I'm really into lately. The the Revelation prophecy. Uh, yeah. Well, all of it. It's funny that you say the revelations because a lot of conspiracy theorists say that they think we're in the book of revelations right now. Mm-hmm. So the, the full name of the chapter is actually the revelations of Jesus Christ, which means if we're in the book of revelations uh, by the name itself is it's everyone is going to have the revelation that Jesus Christ is God. That is what the book of revelation stands for. Wow. So if that's what ta- if we're in that time period that's what everyone has to come to that realization that revelation wow so that's awesome man well look we gotta i gotta run it was uh this was awesome todd i could yeah this was uh, fantastic thank you so much i would would love to talk to you again and uh when we get done i want to talk to you off air for a minute um but thank you so much todd where can everyone find you if they want to hear more all right so my podcast is godcast the goodness over darkness podcast i'm on youtube at goodness over darkness uh my website is emmanuelkingman.com and from there you can find my social media uh, and email address and you guys can hit me up on any of those uh, platforms thank you so much for being on this is yeah thank you for having me